Is it purpose or focus? That drive that pushes. Photographer made it happen. Fashion design made it happen. Arthur made it happen. Artist made it happen. I'm here to tell you it takes focus and drive to push yourself to achieve your special place in life. You made it happen. I'm Linda Johnson, your host, and welcome to They Made It Happen. Time now for my truth. Martin Luther King Jr. was an American Baptist minister and activist who became the most visible spokesman and leader in the American Civil Rights Movement from 1955 until his assassination in 1968. Martin Luther King Jr. was born on January 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. He was the son of Alberta Christian Williams, a school teacher, and Martin Luther King Sr., a pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta. For Martin, the civil rights movement began one summer in 1935 when he was six years old. Two of his friends did not show up to play ball with him, and Martin decided to go looking for them. He went to one of the boys' houses. Their mother met him at the front door and told him in a rude tone that her son would not be coming out to play with him that day or any other day because they were white and he was black. Years later, Martin admitted that those cruel words altered the direction of his life. As a teenager, Martin went through school with great distinction. He skipped ninth and 12th grades and excelled on the violin and as a public speaker. Don't we know that to be true? One evening after taking top prize in a debate tournament, he and his teacher were riding home on the bus discussing the event when the driver ordered them to give up their seats for two white passengers who had just boarded. Martin was infuriated as he recalled, I intended to stay right in my seat and protest, but his teacher convinced him to obey the law and they stood for the remainder of the 90-mile trip. That night will never leave my memory as long as I live. It was the angriest I had ever been in my life, he stated. Never before or afterward could I remember myself being so angry. Martin entered Morehouse College, his father's alma mater, when he was 15 with the intention of becoming a doctor or a lawyer. After graduating from Morehouse at the age of 19, yes, the age of 19, he decided to enter Crozier Theological Seminary in Chester, Pennsylvania. This private non-denominational college had only 100 students at the time, and Martin, get this, was one of six black students. This was the first time that he had lived in a community that was mostly white. Yet he won the highest class ranking and a $1,200 fellowship for graduate school. I just wonder, I just really wonder if he wasn't assassinated in 1968, being the great orator and the phenomenal civil rights activist that he was, where would we be as a nation? Where would the black community be? Would there still be all the negativity regarding race 
and the discrimination that still lingers within our community. I just wonder, and that's my truth. The causes of a physical disability are as varied as the conditions themselves. They usually fall into two categories, hereditary or congenital. This is where a person has been born with a physical disability or developed one due to inherited genetic problems or has suffered an injury at birth or has issues with their muscles or another category for an unknown reason such as the case with my next guest. Prepare yourselves for another episode of They Made It Happen podcast with our special guest, Trey Dante Bias. Give a listen. Hello, my tea happeners. I am so glad you guys are here with me today. My guest today is phenomenal, extraordinary, and just a handsome go-getter young man. I just love him already, and you guys will too. Welcome to They Made It Happen, Trey Dante Baez. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good as well. So, Trey, can I call you Trey? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, he says. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me where you're from and a little bit about your background. Um, I'm originally from Beaumont, Texas. Uh, that's probably like an hour, hour and a half away from Houston. Um, I currently live in Houston at the moment, but, uh, I was born like this. I was born with no hands and, uh, one leg, actually. I actually have a prosthetic leg as well. So, uh, there's no specific reason, no cause, no effect. I was just born like this. And like your show say, I just make it happen. <laughs> All right. Okay. You about to do that. Yes. And when he said that he makes it happen, he does. This young man, I have seen him play basketball. I have seen him drive a car. He's been on radio shows. He's at clubs, getting it in, doing his doggone thing. So <laughs> am I right, Trey? You know, I'm telling the truth. Yeah. You're telling the truth. You're telling he- the truth. <laughs> He feels like there is nothing too hard, too difficult for him to accomplish in his life or to try and do. So, Trey, when did you first know that you could play basketball? Uh, that was kind of a little kid because, you know, I have <laughs> two brothers as well. I have an older brother and a younger brother. And my younger brother was kind of like the basketball star of the family. So it was just like I kind of always wanted to run behind him, do him. That's kind of how the drum situation started too. But as far as just the basketball thing, it was just, I've been told all my life that I can't, you know, and just hearing that word makes me want to do it anyway. So I always had a love for sports in general, basketball being my favorite. I just wanted to play, but my mom and dad was just like, you know, it's too competitive. It's too serious, too, too fast. So, and you know, as I got older, I kind of did it anyway, recreational. But the fact that I still play full games, full five on five, and it still kind of blow their mind to this day. But right, right, and you ain't no joke yeah, so. out there either. So don't even think, don't even think that because he's he's no joke out there. He plays basketball <laughs> with the rest of them. So Trey, tell me a little bit more about specifically what you can and cannot do. 
or what the difficulties or, or issues that you may have had in your life trying to overcome certain things and trying to make some things happen for you? As far as the can'ts, I mean, we are waiting to see what that is. I mean, of course, you know, there's the 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 physically can, you know, like, you know, the certain things like and with the, you know, I don't really know how to explain it, quote unquote, but I do everything that everybody else does just different. Right. So, so you every heard time that. I come across- you heard that. There's nothing that he can't do. He does it differently. I like that. You go. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it just tell you, it just take me a little longer sometimes to do certain things or, you know, I have to do it in a a way that people aren't accustomed to seeing it being done, but I get it done. You know, I live by myself while, you know, me and my cousin have our own apartment. I travel and I take care of myself. So it's like, I don't have nobody taking care of me, you know, mm-hmm. because most people think that too, you know. Right, but, right. They, so they would, yeah, yeah. I can see why they would think that because like you said, I don't know if you guys count that or not, but he has no hands and he has one prosthetic leg and one, one good leg full of torso and everything mm-hmm. else. And he's handsome. You, mm-hmm. you will see that on my YouTube. He's cutie pie. <laughs> um, so yeah, you. you're welcome. So tell me what, what, what in life do you feel like, okay, this is the one thing that I'm going to do and you're going to make that happen. What one thing is that, that you see in the horizon in your future? The one thing that I just see myself doing and I know that I'm going to make that happen is everything I put my mind to. And that's simply because of the fact of like, of course, people in my situation are people born different kind of get put in like a, you know, that kind of gets stereotyped, but not on purpose, though. I don't charge it to everybody's heart. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody know when you see somebody with a physical disability, you know, you're going to automatically assume like, OK, well, how does he do this? Or he can't do this. Or And I want to break that narrative. I want to be that person to break that narrative for everybody, not even people with just physical disability, but just people that'll be quote unquote, because I'm a sports fan, the underdog always in life, you know? So I want to be able to break that narrative. And that's the one thing that I set out to do in my goal and my whole journey with everything I do. So if that comes to dancing or playing basketball or motivational speaking or even acting, because my dream is to act. I want to be a movie director as well. You know, wow. I actually bring right. So I want to be the, the one to do that, to break the narrative that the people say, oh, you can't do this because it is, you know, so. Wow. I, I admire you. And I think that's like you said, it's not just with people with physical disabilities, there's people out there with emotional issues, or like you said, they're they're the underdog and they just found it difficult to do anything that they want to do in life. And it's just hard for them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, right? And just go and just do things and for themselves or even try it. So I see you doing that every day when you're encouraging and just you living your life being who you are. I see that as just being phenomenal just a phenomenal piece of encouragement by just people looking at you. So I I thank you for that. And that's what I was just so captivated by you and your abilities and what you do in life. And so I know you told me earlier that you've been on a few shows. So tell me about some of the other things that you've been doing to just be that inspiration to people out there. What shows have you been on and what you've been doing? Uh, Like I said, I've been on a couple, well, a lot of radio podcasts, um, you know, 
uh, due to COVID, of course, uh, you know, a lot of Zoom podcasts, been on TV shows, uh, national and international, Viceland from, I mean, Payday from Viceland uh, went national and international, shown all around the world. Um, I started off as a drummer. I mean, I'm a drum instructor currently for high school right now, but I started off as a drummer and then uh, I went, you, I guess you can say worldwide with the drums. Um, I had over half a million dollars worth of scholarship money once I graduated from high school. Um, so it's like, I'm kind of used to it. You know, it's like, I mean, being born in my situation, of course, you're going to have eyes on you. But instead of, you know, kind of bottling up and folding up or being timid, my attitude is I'm going to give you something to watch. I'm going to give you a show, you know? So that's me. I'm going to from making you cry to making you laugh i'm gonna do them both you know so that's just me i'm if you're watching i'm gonna give you something to watch right i don't i don't pay attention to the negatives or the negative comments or you know because when people talk negative about you i just take it as you wish you was me whether that may be the truth or not i take it that way you just wish you was me but i can show you how to be me if you want to (laughs) so I have a different mindset and I have a different personality. So a lot of things that kind of usually will bother people or kind of will get in a lot of people's head, it never make it there to me. So, Right. I, I love that strength. How, how, how does people get that? Are you born that way with that kind of strength, you know, or is it something that you had to do when you were younger, like to motivate yourself, to tell your, yourself, like, you can't let this get you down. You've got to do this. How did you get to be the person you are as far as your strength and your courage? Well, honestly, I was blessed to be able to have a strong family, strong backgrounded family, and even stronger friends that are, that's around me even to this day. Um, I would say, cause I answer both and to, I would say is really, you know, you kind of get that early. So it's just like, it's already in you. But I'm not going to say for the people that it, you know, that it haven't hit or who haven't been raised that way or haven't been having the strong support system that I had growing up. It's not too late. All you got to, I mean, it might be a little harder because you're older, but you have to cleanse all that negativity up out of you and all that he say about me, she say it don't matter, you know. So once you do that, and then you just get you a solid group of people that just really genuinely support you and won't let you take slack on yourself because it'd be times that, you know, I'm human, you know, lazy times, you know, I'd be like, I ain't doing this today. But then I got friends and my brothers that are coming and they'll be like, "Uh uh-uh, the people need it today. You got to do this today. Matter matter of fact, you need to do this for you today. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a different support system that I have, especially with family. Like my family is, we want to crack jokes and do all the, you know, the roastings. And even my dad and my grandmother get involved in it too. So <laughs> when, you hear, when you hear that growing up all your life and, you know, when they say some things, it's like, okay, if my family who love me, take care of me and support me can say these things about me. When somebody else say that about me, that don't even matter because they don't know me, you know? So I kind of feel like they shop, they sharpened this iron too growing up. So Exactly. I can see that because my family is like that a lot too, you know. So it's like I've already heard it, you know, what you're gonna say. Right. right. Nothing you can say that I haven't heard. My family cut deep. (laughs) Right. Don't it's always your family, right? It's your kids, your mom, your dad. It's your family, right? Everybody. But if you know how to heal from them type of wounds, then no other cut gonna matter. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Right. 
do you see yourself as having your own show one day? I don't care if it's a podcast, television show, radio show. Do you see yourself doing something like that at some point in time in your life? Um, I actually had my own podcast a couple of years ago. I lived in Atlanta before I moved back to Texas. It was called Kicking It With Nub, you know, and I kind of my platform and my ideal on my show was just kind of like, you know, come and let the people know I'm broadcasting and showcasing because with my fan base that I have, I feel like I want to help other people get recognized and noticed, too. So I would have people like professional catering companies come and they, they would talk about what they got going and they would cook. I would have artists come. I would have actors or dancers. Um, um, what else did I have up there? I think I had a real estate agent come and he was telling about, you know, certain things. So it was just my thing was just about, you know, come kick it, have fun, you know, do your thing. And we really just broadcast you. It's all about you, but you're kicking it, play little games. So I think I do want to bring that back eventually. I'm kind of kind of sorting things out right now, kind of prioritizing because my biggest problem throughout all this was just, I want to do so much. And instead of just saying, I want to do it, I always do it without finishing what I already started and getting further than what I already started. So now I got seven, eight, nine different things that's incomplete that I'm trying to juggle at one time. So, so, but as of right now, I'm kind of trying to focus on those specific one, two, maybe three things, but the podcast is definitely coming back. As far as the TV show, I'm not going to even say I hope or wish because I know it's going to happen in the future. You're going to speak positive. It's going to happen. I'm going to a TV show. But most importantly, I just want to be in movies and I want to be able to write my own movies and, you know, show my movies and my work and my creativity to the world. You know, so yeah. I do. I know it's going to happen. So I just got to, you know, keep getting better, keep staying focused and, you know. I know it's going to happen, too, because that's just the personality you have. So you say Thank you me. like, you're welcome. You write. So what have you written? Have you written stage plays? What kind of things have you written? Um, Actually, I have. Um, so I do, of course, skits, you know, social media and things like that. Um, most of the time before, maybe like a couple of years ago, maybe like a year and a half and beyond, I used to kind of just improvise all my skits. I have an idea and I know how I want it to end and I kind of just run it, you know? And even if I had to have people in it with me, I direct them and coach them what they got to do, what they got to say and how to say it and I make it work. But um, lately, as of lately, I've been writing my skits, you know, and I actually have a little mini series that I used to do maybe about a year, a year ago um, called Storytime with No. And it would be like, real events that happened but i would take it like to a whole nother level and exaggerate it you know to the fullest and you know people was enjoying it that was just something i was just doing because i like creating you know i like shooting and filming and i like you know creating nothing making it something and then giving it i'm actually rebooting it in a whole nother way i actually have a a camera off a professional cameraman that's going to shoot it i have a professional logo now because the logos and all the camera work i mean editing camera work i did all it myself so now to take some of that load up off of me, you know, I'm actually bringing it back in a whole new way. So stay tuned for that on YouTube. Stay looking out for that. That's coming back this year on YouTube. Um, I'm going to do a lot more on YouTube as well. I have some videos on YouTube that I'm showing people, you know, what I'm doing, how I do it, you know, kind of like your average day to day life. But I'm going to get more back with that, you know, even more because I, I, I understand, even though it's regular to me, this is kind of just every day to me. Like it's nothing, literally. But um. To everybody else, you know, it's, it's interesting or, you know, they're curious and right. I feel like I need to be able to show them more, more, you know, so I'm going to be doing a lot more on YouTube and I actually do music as well. I'm dropping my first album ever this year. 
um, called No Handout. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my God. It's called what too. now? It's no what? Well, I got to write this down. I got to make sure I remember that. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, No Handouts. Okay. Oh, wow. No when is that going to be released, Trey? Um, that's going to be released late spring, early summer, which we're aiming for right now. But I actually have the one of the first videos, the official videos that's going to drop actually either tonight or tomorrow. We haven't decided exactly yet, but that's going to be coming really, really, really soon. That's my first actual music because I be booked. Well, I get booked in videos and do promotions for people. But for me to actually have my own song and my own video shoot, that's my first one ever, uh, along with a lot more to come. But that's yeah, I've been working amazing. on my own project music i love that i love that multi-talented young man y'all he's not letting anything hold him back so if you're out there listening get up off the chair the floor out the cars put that that blunt down and get get to work because if he can do it and you have aspirations to do things in your life get up and go do it right right Trey? <laughs> right exactly that so what Final words would you like to leave my listeners today, Trey, in terms of anyone that's out there? Because you're so multifaceted. You're doing so many different things and you're so immensely uh, uh, talented. Um, So I know you can speak to a lot of different things, but what would you say to some of my listeners that has aspirations to go into writing or to music or those that have physical disabilities or limitations that they feel that's holding them back? What would you say to them? Um, I would say two key things that that works for me. And I'm not going to say that, you know, I don't want to say cliche because people hear it all the time. But these are two things that I actually live by every single day. One, you can't worry about how people feel about you. You can't. You can't. You're going to run yourself crazy and you're going to drive yourself miserable trying to please the world. You know, you got to please you and make the world accept you. That's all it is to confidence in you and the people can see it because it is showing your work. It is showing whatever you do from acting to, to music to art, you know, you know, it will reflect. So you can't worry about what the world going to say about you. So as soon as you get that big part out of your head about how they're going to feel about me, what they're going to say about me, what they're going to think about me, you already in a, a major, major step moving forward. And then two, you just can't be afraid to fail. Like a mm. lot of people like, well, what if this don't work? Mm. You know, people say that all the time. People be like, you know, what if this don't work? Well, if I do this and then this going to happen and this going well, I mean, what are you doing at the moment? Nothing. It's still failing because you're not even trying. If you right. don't put in no work, you're still failing. Right. You got the dream. You got the motivation or you, you failing because you're not doing it. So at least I would rather fail trying so I can edit it. You can't edit a blank sheet of paper. You know, I live by that too. Yeah. <laughs> You can't revive a blank, I mean, revise a blank sheet of paper. So just those two, don't worry about what people say about you and don't be afraid to fail. And everything is going to work out. I promise, I promise it's going to work out. Trey, you are amazing. You are just simply amazing and I love you. And how can people like find you or keep in touch with you or follow you on social media? I know you're on Instagram. Where else are you? How can they find you? Um, yes, I'm on Instagram on all platforms. It's Trey Nub, T-R-E-N-U-B-B. And I haven't told y'all what Nub actually stands for because a lot of people call me Nub as well. Nub stands for never underestimate before belief. Believe in yourself before you doubt yourself. 
So, yeah, so it's trading up on every it. social media. So you guys got to um, train up on all platforms. That's it for this week. And thanks for listening. Go to my YouTube channel, They Made It Happen with Linda, for excerpts of this episode and other episodes of my show. Make sure you subscribe so that you won't miss anything at all. Remember, be inspired, stay focused, and stay positive so that you too can join the ranks of They Made It Happen. 